Jim Irsay is a really interesting guy. The owner of the Indianapolis Colts just says things sometimes. And sometimes when you just say things, you happen to be right. And I think that that happened yesterday. Jim Irsay talking about Washington Commanders owner Daniel Snyder. I think Jim Irsay hit it out of the park. He was the only NFL owner to talk about Snyder. And I think he's the only guy with the stones to be able to do it. Good for Jim Irsay. We'll talk about that. We'll also talk about seven reasons to feel really, really good about the Indianapolis Colts as they go to Nashville to play against the Titans for supremacy in the AFC South. It's a little bit early to claim supremacy, but I don't think that the Jaguars or Houston, I don't think either of these teams are going to contend by the end of the season, but the Colts or the Titans will. The Colts... They need this one, given the fact that they lost the first time around to the Titans in Indianapolis 24-17. I think the Colts need to win this game, and I think they're going to win this game. I'll give you seven reasons why. Also, it's Optimism Wednesday for the Pacers, too. We, uh, We like to throw some love to the Pacers. Their opener tonight at Gainbridge Fieldhouse, they take on Bradley Beal and the Wizards. Are they going to be able to overachieve, and given the level at which uh, Vegas believes the Pacers should achieve, I think the Pacers have a really good shot. They are exceptionally young. We'll talk about the Indiana Pacers. This is Breakfast with Kent for Wednesday, October 19th, 2022, brought to you by the great people at BUSR. Go to BUSR.com slash Kent, deposit your initial deposit, 100 bucks or more, you get $25 in free casino chips to play slots, to play craps, to play blackjack online at BUSR. And you like sports wagering, you go there for that too. And you deposit up to $1,000 initially, you get, they will match that in free play. All right, up to 1000 bucks. So hit the subscribe button. We love you. You love it. This is a wonderful community. I got to tell you the truth. The comments on this page, I spend a lot of time responding to the comments, and it's my favorite part of the whole thing. I'm glad the channel exists, if only to have the give and take with people perpetually throughout the day. It's it's just wonderful. Um, so hit subscribe, hit the like button, ring the bell, right? Ring the bell so you get an alert every time we go live. And if you want to donate, you donate. And I see it. It's a, they come in pretty graphics, the, the comments do with the donations. So I call them out and answer questions if you have a question to ask. All right, let's talk about sports. Jim Irsay at the NFL owners meeting said this about Daniel Snyder's ownership. I believe there's merit to removing him as owner of the team. Jim Irsay was the only owner to stop, talk to, the, talk to reporters, about Dan Snyder. Dan Snyder in the news again. He's been the the owner of the uh, Commanders for a long time, the Redskins before. He has been an embarrassment to the NFL throughout his tenure as the owner, but because he's a billionaire, he thinks he can do anything he wants. Jim Irsay's not having it. He's saying that there's merit to removing him. And and part of this comes from an ESPN report by uh, Don Van Natta. Don Van Natta has won multiple Pulitzer Prizes. He is an unquestioned, honest, uh, and and valid journalist. And, And what he detailed in Dan Snyder's ownership of the commanders was absolutely beyond the pale. 
you can't have a, a rogue actor like this among your among your company if your company if your fraternity is 32 guys or 32 people who own uh, an NFL franchise. You got 32. And if you got one bad actor among them, it sullies the whole group. And because Dan Snyder is such a rogue actor, he couldn't get a new stadium uh, authorization passed in the state of Virginia. And as a result, they're in a dilapidated uh, stadium. And, and so the NFL not making all of the money it should. Part of the NFL's business is building new stadia and having people occupy it in a way that brings wealth, greater wealth, to the NFL. Good for Jim Irsay stepping up and saying the right thing uh, about a situation that deserves comment. Got nothing from Roger Goodell. They all hid behind the NFL investigation, saying we're going to wait for the, the investigation to conclude. And Jim Irsay alluded to this as well. But look, you stand for what you stand for, whether you're a billionaire, a millionaire, a thousandaire, or a hundredaire. And if you're not willing to stand in front of a microphone and tell people what you believe, what the hell good are you? Good for Jim Irsay for doing it. I'm proud of him. Let's talk about his Indianapolis Colts and seven reasons to feel really good about this game on Sunday against the Tennessee Titans. All right, number one, the Colts have won three of four. All right. They haven't been pretty. You got the 12-9 win, right, over the Broncos. You, you got uh, the, the win against the, uh, against the Chiefs, which, holy cow, that should never have happened. Sky Moore muffin the punt, huge. Chris Jones, uh, you know, his penalty, huge. Also, this past weekend, I mean, the Colts, what'd they do? They led for the last 17 seconds, you know, this is a game they could have easily lost. However, when you build momentum through winning, and especially when you win close games, all of a sudden you start to develop a little belief. Sammy VV says, how concerned are you with JT's regression this year? Is it the O-line, JT, or both? You know what? I think it's a matter of both. I, I don't think Jonathan Taylor all of a sudden got slow. And this brings us to another reason for optimism. And that's it. I think that Jonathan Taylor is finally going to be back for the Indianapolis Colts. His recovery from an ankle, we don't really know whether it's high ankle or low ankle, but given the amount of time that it's taken for this thing to heal, uh, I think that it's probably more high ankle than low. Uh, a, a severe high ankle sprain can take up to a year to heal. Those things are nasty and they're long lasting. Hopefully this thing gets under control sooner rather than later, and JT's back on the field doing what he does. I, I don't worry. Last year, kind of had the same thing. He didn't do anything in camp, really. I, there was some work during camp, but in the preseason, no snaps. It takes him a while to round into form. I'm not worried about Jonathan Taylor. I, I think he's going to be just fine. I do worry about the injury a little bit, but it looks like he's on track to be back this weekend maybe in a limited fashion, not getting 32 carries, but you don't want him to get 32 carries. You want him maybe 18, 20, and dink, 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 dink. We know what we want this offense to be, and Frank Reich should know what he wants this offense to be, and that's what we saw Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. Throw it quickly enough that the pass rush can't get to him. You got Simmons, you got Autry. Those guys could be game wreckers, and if they sacks, 
early in series, right? First down, second down, sacks on first and second down will kill you. Sacks on third down, as long as you don't turn it over, not altogether too bad. Uh, Matt, here's reason number three. Matt Ryan finally seemed to find rhythm, and the Colts, as a result, finally scored more than 20 points. It had been since Christmas Day, Christmas night, since the Colts had scored more than 20 points until last Sunday against the Jaguars. Against the Jaguars, especially in the second half, because I think that going up-tempo and quick release, I think that gassed the defense. And when you're playing against a tired defense, you got a chance to raise a little bit of hell against them, and that's what happened Sunday against the Jaguars. I look for more of the same this Sunday against the Titans. Uh, Colts receivers, there's another reason. Colts receivers, one through three, look really good. All right? You knew there was going to be a depth problem, right? Four through seven in receivers. You weren't real happy with. You didn't expect much, right? You got a little bit out of Doolin before he got hurt, before he hurt his toe. But Paris Campbell, not in this order, Paris Campbell, Alec Pierce, and Michael Pittman Jr. getting a lot of good work done, especially the last three weeks. And with Paris Campbell last week, seven catches last week. That's really, really good. And and it, it bears mention, we'll just roll into another reason for optimism, and that's that Robert Woods is the leading receiver for the Titans. Now, they've only played five games, and the Colts have played six. So have most of the teams in the NFL. However, Robert Woods has only caught 17 passes. The Colts' wide receivers have all been busier than that. Pittman and Pearson Campbell have both caught 18 apiece. Those three guys have a chance to be a little bit more like the triplets you need at wide receiver in order to be really competitive in the NFL. They're arcing in that direction, as are the tight ends. Um, another reason to feel good. Uh, and of 76 offensive tackles who have had enough snaps to qualify to be ranked in pro football focus... The Titans' tackles are 71st and 75th. And to give you a little bit of Colts-related perspective, Matt Pryor as a tackle is ranked 73rd. So he nestles right between the two Titans' tackles. They are graded, one a little bit worse, one just a skosh better than Matt Pryor at an offensive tackle position. The Colts' defense, Yannick Ngakwe, if the Colts can get a lead... Vince Ngakwe is really, really good when your team's got a lead because they got to throw. And Ngakwe is going to pin his ears back and, and get to the passer, right? You got to have that. If the Colts get a lead, they're absolutely going to exploit those tackles and they're going to make the day miserable for Ryan Tannehill. Um, Titans have allowed, this is the final reason for optimism, they have allowed more passing yards than any other team in the NFL, again, only playing five games. Most everybody else has played six. Titans have played five, and yet still they are at the bottom of the NFL in passing yards allowed over 1,500. All right? So, Colt, ding, 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 ding. Their cornerbacks, minus one, really not very good. You can pick 
on them. But what you got to do is get rid of the ball quickly because Simmons and Autry are coming. It's just that easy. Colts, they're going to win. It ain't going to be in a walk, but they're going to win this Sunday. It's Optimism Wednesday, and this is what we do on Optimism Wednesday. Reasons to be optimistic about the Indiana Pacers. We don't know whether Leonard's going to be back, and we really won't know probably until uh, Saturday. You know, on, on front, we'll see if he practices today. We'll see the, the injury report. And if he doesn't practice today, I think you can surmise that it's unlikely he's going to play. But we won't know until he's ruled out. And that's either going to come Friday or Saturday. Uh, the Pacers, expectations are low. When expectations are low, being optimistic about achieving to that level, that's not unreasonable. And the expectation from Vegas is 23 and a half wins. That, 24 and 58, I don't think that's a lot to expect from the Indiana Pacers. Sometimes young guys do strange things, and this is a really, really young team. How about this? Halliburton, Smith, Matherin, Jackson, all starting level players. Nembhard, Brown, all born in the 2000s. How about that? This is a young team. Goga, right? Neesmith, Taylor, they just turned 23. So you've got nine rotational guys on this team, 23 or under. Then you've also got Miles Turner and Buddy Heald. Miles Turner's playing for his next contract and a potential trade to a contender. He's got to show out. Him being motivated to show out and not just stuff his, his pockets with cash, that is a reason for optimism as well. And the Colts are already $30 million good to the cap. They've got flexibility to do whatever they need, whether it's pointed to the future or pointed to the present. I think the Pacers, with Benedict Matherin being a surprise, with Tyrese Halliburton not being a surprise, but being maybe an all-star level point guard, I think that this team has a chance to win, let's say, 30 or 32 games. And that would be a, a real achievement for this team. How about uh, Kyle Schwarber last night? Hitting a 488-foot bomb. Left his bat at 119.7 miles an hour. Wow. Phillies, they won kind of a yawner, 2-0. Uh, two solo homers, the only offense for either team last night. Phillies up in that series, 1-0 over the Padres. Yankees, they beat the Guardians. You knew that was going to happen. Major League Baseball wanted it to happen. Let's celebrate some birthdays. The great Bo Blackburn celebrating a birthday. The great Mark Platty celebrating a birthday. One of the finest cafeteria workers in the history of Briscoe Quadrangle on the campus of Indiana University. He, he was very tight with Claude, the pots and pans guy. Claude did the pots and pans, and Mark was just in awe of his artistry as he cleaned those pots and pans. Kathy Butcher, uh, I think Mark secretly had a crush on uh, Kathy Butcher, who, who cleared our trays from time to time. Uh, no euphemism there, by the way. Jack Swanson, radio genius, celebrating a birthday today. Chuck Wasserstrom, celebrating a birthday. Former Cubs media relations guy, it has done some other things. Uh, Evan Finch, happy birthday. Crash Gladys, Crystal Parker, Sheila Sipes, Kristen Higgins, Jessup, happy birthday. If today's your birthday, you celebrate like hell. If it's not your birthday, you celebrate somebody else that's best done with an honest and specific compliment. Just listen to people compliment them, make them feel like they have value 
in your life. It's important. It's, it's people, you know what? Sometimes people get down and we don't even see it. We need to assume it and we need to embrace them and we need to take care of them and, and we need to welcome them into our little community. And if you do that, more people have a chance to live a happier life and wouldn't that be nice? We'll talk to you later this afternoon. I'm going to go to Colts practice today. Really looking forward to it. Talking to some of the players. We'll have Reich too, as we always do. Uh, that coming in uh, and inside Indiana sports coming at four o'clock and interviews throughout the day. Let's go take on the day. Have a great day.